Fantasy Fam, week 16 in the books. We are one week away from the playoffs. I remember it being early September, getting ready for the season, and we are already at the end. I, I am... I, I mean, I'm out of everything. So for me, it's just, you know, I'm just watching and enjoying. But it's probably, what, guys, 95% of fantasy is, like, completely done right now? Well, I was out, of, I was out like, a week ago. <laughs> well, whatever. Who's Unless you had a bad season, then it was just over weeks ago, yes. But yeah. we're still alive, brother. In our, in our points, we're in second place. But that guy in first, he's, he's kind of got a nice little margin on us. Points to the end. I know. I love it. It keeps uh, keeps keeps us fully engaged. I think it'll be it'll be interesting this week though, because a lot of starters that have been you know carrying some teams will be out. So it'll be a uh, very interesting to see who actually plays and then who produces. So yeah, week seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> week seventeen is always fun for that because week seventeen it could be guys who we've never heard of. Kyle Allen. Well, we heard of him, but have you? <laughs> I, I mean, I have. I watch college football. So, <laughs> but anyway, so week sixteen is now over. Um, a lot, what we're going to talk about in this episode is a lot about just the news, the injuries, and then some of the games that just really, really matter um, for the playoff picture and what the playoff seeding could look like, who could be in, who could be out. It's a lot to talk about. Um, the biggest piece of news for me personally is there's, I think there's two pieces, but the first one is Philip Lindsay is going to miss a lengthy amount of time. Broncos are out uh, of the playoff picture and they're heading towards a new coach, a new quarterback. But at the same time, he had wrist surgery, could keep him out for a while. How big is this? Because he could be big on radars next year. Well, he's done. I mean, I think he's he's going to probably miss most of the offseason, um, all the camps and whatnot. I don't I don't know about the, what TOAs, that's what it's called, or what is it called? OTAs? OTAs. OTAs, yeah. I'm thinking of finance, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> TOAs, sorry. <laughs> um, but – I hope him a speedy recovery, yeah. but this it it doesn't sound good initially right now. He will be back next season, but it's just it's never good when you experience an injury that could keep you out a lot longer. It's not like it's like a broken foot, like where it's just okay. But like this this is this is pretty serious right now. Well, it's so. at least he's not running. I mean, it, the thing with the with anything with the legs though is that it does hamper his ability as what he does best. Run. Exactly, but so, yeah, with, you know what I mean though. Right, but when it's yeah. his wrist, I mean, we don't know. It could take forever. It could take. You know, he could be back in time for, you know, the end of July into early August. Who knows? But it is a big one because going into next year, most people would have him as a high upside running back too. Right? Yeah. David, David Johnson missed the entire season. Right. Broken wrist. I'm, I'm sure it's not a, not a similar right. fracture, but the fact that he can still run probably earlier in his recovery being at a wrist injury, I think helps out for sure. Yeah. And the thing with David Johnson is, is that a lot of his money was made catching the football. So sure. as someone who – if you can't do that with a broken wrist, it, what, what, are your, what is your useful, you know, in our offense? So, Philip right. Lindsay, Philip Lindsay's a big piece of that offense going forward. And he doesn't catch – he really doesn't – he's not really used in the no. passing game, which is – I would like to see him used more. Yeah, you're like, – yeah. It's kind of odd. Well, that, that Denver offense was awful this year, but – just, just a little bit. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, uh, second piece of big news is James Conner, questionable going into the final week of the season. Pittsburgh is fighting for a playoff spot. They need him more than ever, I think. I mean, I like Jalen Samuels, but you guys and, you know, I both agree on the fact that James Conner is a, you know, a, a feature back that Jalen Samuels isn't yet. He, he could have finished the season as a top five fantasy running back if he didn't get hurt all of those weeks. I mean, if you're talking fantasy, fantasy-wise, uh, obviously you drafted him, like, with, with knowing what Lev Bell was going to do, and he just performed incredible. I think he was number three at one point in the, as far as, like, 
uh, standings go for. Yeah, he was um, in the top five for a lot long period of time. But this week we are seeing Hums that he's going to play. Like you said, they need to win this game. And he's been out for, what, three weeks now? Yeah. And they're going up against a Cincy defense that is pretty brutal. Awful. Uh, so, so this would be a – could have a very good game this week. Yeah, they don't even necessarily need James Conner. I say they, they need the Cleveland Browns to win more than they actually need James Conner to play because I think Samuels True. is a very serviceable running back. In oh, I'm not disagreeing. Backfield. Um, I mean, James Conner is more of that bell cow back. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I still think they they really need Cleveland to pull the upset here, which is going to be tough. I think that might be one of the best games to watch this weekend. I am. That's the game I am most interested in. This Baker week. versus Lamar is, is. Oh, I'm not even looking at it that way because I think but like that, two first rounders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody thought Lamar would be good, but like he's got his team going to the freaking. Okay, I still don't think Lamar's that good, but that's no. I don't thing. think he's good that good at all. <laughs> so it's more based <laughs> on the fact that Baltimore has a great defense. Oh, it's uh, fantastic. Their running game has kicked into form, and it's Lamar's fantastic. running the ball. But anyway, uh, Cleveland. It has a lot to gain from this because they could win and then go to over 500 for the first time since winning season Vietnam. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm, so since they, anyway, since they moved since they were in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Since they were in Baltimore. Exactly. <laughs> so that's one to watch because as a Pittsburgh fan, you know, some of the, not me, I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers, but mm. um, for all you Pittsburgh fans out there and for anybody in the final week of the season, um, James Conner plays, he's going to have an impact. That's all I'm going to say is if he does play, he is going to be running for his life. Right. The Steelers should win this game. Marcus Mariota, questionable. Another team on the on the verge of making it to the playoffs. How? Um, some nerve issues going. Yeah, I know. Some nerve issues. He's still dealing with. He had a stinger. Some some nerve uh, some nerve tenderness. Uh, so if he he's questionable at his point to play. So what happens here? He's been hurt like a, a bunch, man, during his career. A bunch this year too. I think that they're going to run the ball regardless of who plays quarterback. Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis out of the backfield. The defense has been very strong, but they're playing Andrew Luck on Sunday Night Football. So uh, this is going to be – it's going to be a tough one, I think, regardless of who plays, just the way Andrew Luck's been commanding that offense. The first playoff game. I mean, it's whoever wins is in. This is yeah. the first playoff game. Yeah. This is literally the first playoff game. Yeah, and because and because of how well Derrick Henry has run in the past few weeks, he's going to be the one main focus. But he is going up against an Indianapolis uh, run defense that has propelled themselves into the top ten, allowing just about a hundred yards on the ground per game. Leonard so, uh, is unbelievable. Yeah, he's not real good. A couple weeks ago, unbelievable. So that's a that's a really good game. I think that is one of the better games to watch this week as well, um, because of how it, its implications. Um, because it's. Whoever wins is in. I'm, exactly. I mean, they flexed so. it too, right? I think they flexed they it did. to Sunday they night, right? So. Yeah, it is the most important game of the Wait, week. Wait, because really? I didn't think they did Sunday. I didn't think no matter what, I didn't think they did Sunday night games in week 17. They don't. They don't schedule them. They then they flex. Oh, they flex it, it, it if necessary. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, I will be watching that game. Uh, and you brought up. You just brought up Leonard, who is by far. I mean, him or him or Vander Esch are probably the best rookie linebackers in the game right now. I just want to point out that the Pro Bowl does not mean shit. <laughs> I hate seeing people talk about it. They're like, oh, Dar- Darius Leonard, he got snubbed in the Pro Bowl. Who gives a crap? He'll, well, probably, so- he'll probably make the all-pro team. Yeah, he'll make all-pro. But I will and fight you on this. That's what's important. I'm going to fight you solely on the fact of money. Dollars matter. Of and course. I will, I, will, I will fight you on dollars because – They get a nice little bonus, yes. There are certain players who most of their contract is backloaded to certain incentives, and those incentives are all pro, pro bowl, certain amount of sacks, whatever. So certain players, if they are snubbed, they do not co- get compensated for making to the pro bowl when they belong there. I, I, I totally agree with that. I just – it's just like, oh, my God. And here's the other – it's a public vote. 
That means nobody in Indianapolis voted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that tells me. It's, you know what I mean? Also, it's like it's, <laughs> there's also 35 guys that are waiting right now in the wings that are going to be added to the roster and another 20 guys behind that because exactly. everybody says, oh, I don't want to go. I want to be with my family. The season's over. They're hurt a little bit. I mean, there's, there's a ton of reason to not go, right? It's like a vacation. That's exactly what it is. So there's going to be another 50 guys added to the rosters anyway, which I That's bet true. It always, it'll be one of them. Anyway, right. So. If you're in the Super Bowl, if you're in the yeah. Super Bowl automatically, if you win the AFC or NFC championship, you're automatically not probably not going to go. So, yeah, yeah. It, it changes all the time. I get it. But at the same time, the money thing is the only thing I focus on. But whatever. Uh, so Odell Beckham, he remains sidelined with a quad injury. Giants have nothing to play for, even though King, King Eli is going to play, which – I am. Why? I am just. Why? I don't I understand it. It's just you're not doing him any favors. You're not. He's gonna be gone. He it's just. Stinks. It, he's done so much for that organization already. I mean, it's just. I. I really don't want to say it. Like I don't like the Giants, but I respect like Eli, and it's just what he's done. Two Super Bowls. It's just well, come on, move on. You know what I mean? Like give Laletta. I'm gonna group this <laughs> with uh with the next topic and we'll, we'll talk about them both together because they both okay. matter. All right, that's um, fine. So, so Odell Beckham out with a quad injury for the most part right now. He hasn't played, hasn't practiced, hasn't played in the last few weeks. So that's, that matters to anybody who had him and has you know, faith in him coming back. And I talk about Eli and I bring Eli up because the Giants are well on their way to needing a new quarterback. Okay. They've, they've drafted quarterbacks, haven't done anything with them and then say, Oh, it's, you know, we're going to stick with Eli. And then they keep losing. So, <laughs> To a Giants fan, to a, you know, Cowboys fan, uh, we'll ask you anyway. So we get the news that Justin Herbert went back to college at Oregon, okay? We have some decent quarterbacks coming out. We'll get into them later into January and, so, and, and into February. Some okay <laughs> quarterbacks. Some guys who are going to creep their way up into that first round and second round that don't belong. So my question is, what do the Giants – a perfect example here. What do the Giants do? Like – we're going to just speculate just a little bit here. What the hell do you guys do? Because as we discussed earlier, Bortles, Nick Foles, Teddy Bridgewater, guys who are going to get paid this offseason just because teams need quarterbacks and there aren't any coming out in drafts. Like, where does this take us going into 2019? Honestly, being a Giants fan, our roster with players like Saquon, Odell, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, they're not getting any younger. I think we obviously have to upgrade the offensive line a little bit like we have for years. Jerry Reese, thank you. Um, (laughs) We need one of those quarterbacks potentially as well as drafting the next in line Uh, because obviously Eli's not the answer long-term. I know that Shermer keeps talking about how Eli's playing this week and then potentially for a few more years. I mean, I was, I was slightly impressed with Shermer last year as an offensive coordinator, but as a head coach and some of the decisions and what he's saying, I'm a little concerned. So I think we need a potentially a Bridgewater and like a Dwayne Haskins. So he can learn from somebody, give somebody else some experience, because we have a roster to win now. So we can't put all of our eggs in one basket, regardless if it's Eli and a rookie or a veteran and a rookie. We need, we need to make multiple moves here, I think, with, with the roster we have, because Odell, Saquon, they're not getting any younger. Well said. Yeah, that's anything from you. They're in a tough – it's a very it's a very tough situation for them, because everyone was like, oh, my God, they should have taken Sam Darnold with that pick. Instead, yeah. No, you – I mean, as much as you wanted to, you took the best guy – you probably took the best guy in the draft by far. Yeah. He's going to win rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, unless it's, you know, Baker Mayfield. But it's – well, I'm just saying Baker started having a fantastic second half of the year. But no, I'm not disagreeing. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just they're in a very – and I totally agree with you on that, brother, that they need to – okay, let's say they get Haskins. But it's, 
they're not going to take Haskins with their first pick. That's the thing. It's like, do do you take him? You can't because then well, you have to though, because there's no the exactly because then what there, if somebody so else? Like, but then what if somebody else drafts him a little bit later in the first round? Is he a first rounder? I I don't I don't truly think so. Maybe maybe an early second, but then again, you never know what these. Russell Wilson was drafted in what the, the third or fourth the third round. round. Dak Prescott fourth round. Tom Brady seventh. You, you you never know where these guys are going to perform. But I, I totally agree that they don't – I don't think they should go for a quarterback. Maybe a little bit Haskins. What, there's the other quarterback from Duke? Duke, I like that kid. I think – There's um, Ryan, Ryan Finley, too, from NC State. Um, so there's there's some. There's no really, like, outstanding – I guys. bring it up. I bring it up because, you know, you have your Nick Foles potentially going somewhere. You have your Teddy – But Bird. it affects fantasy, though, too. Yeah, Case Keenum could get another shot somewhere. But, like, think about the ones I've talked about before in the past. There's a potential trade option for someone who wants to rebuild. What happens if the, the Lions decide, hey, we want to rebuild? What happens to Oakland while they still rebuild? Stafford potentially out in Detroit going somewhere. Derek Carr going somewhere. So these are things that I like to bring up because what happens? Uh, it just people want to rebuild their franchises and they, other teams can see it as an asset. Eli Manning ending up in Jacksonville potentially. You know, Tom Coughlin could be, you know, having more of an impact on that Jaguars team. Who knows? Eli, Eli needs to just retire. True. So anyway. Just food but for thought. It's no, it's it's definitely a great question because there's it was such a heavy quarterback class this past year, and now next year it's like, yeah, there's, there's no one. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just two few other things to point out: Kyle Allen will be starting for the Carolina Panthers uh, since uh, Taylor Henneke was placed on IR. Cam Newton is now out for the year. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to see some time since New Orleans has uh, you know taken that number one seed to the bank. And uh, there's, there's a game I want to watch five times. Check <laughs> that six times. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so those one i mean those are pretty much the i mean i want to see what they have to offer because t- um teddy can it's, be it's a tryout it's basically playing for a contract it's basically a tryout for some of these guys drew Brees ain't going anywhere right now I, I really the way he's played this year he's got another two three four years left in him honestly best season we've seen by a quarterback at that age especially. like ever yeah yeah right age. especially at that <laughs> age uh and then some last things just Devonte adams expected to play green bay i'm not sure why they're playing all their starters but uh, Shirley is sitting and Fournette, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Tevin, all limited. So, Knox got to play. He has to. They got to yeah. win that game. They got to win that game. They do need to win because if they do and the Patriots lose, like, well, we'll, we'll discuss it soon. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of implications that matter. I mean, this is unbelievable. Tevin, I, I wouldn't even play him. But think about this. It's like, remember last year, it was week 17, and didn't the Bengals – beat the Ravens to keep the Ravens out of the playoffs, right? Wasn't that it? And then they – whoever – whatever team got in, the Bills. The Bills got the six. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Bills fans, um, they all collected money on GoFundMe for Andy Dalton's charity. Just oh, that that's right. Money. Yes, yes. <laughs> they went nuts in the locker room, man. That's, yeah. a fun, that's a fun video to watch the end we, of. Man, yeah, we could see camp. this again. We could see this again yeah. in week 17 this year. We could see a ton of things. So let's jump Mafia. into that. Oh. Let's jump Mafia. into that right now. There are one, two, three, dun, dun, four, dun. five, six, seven. There's like eight games that matter so much in week 17 with so many implications. We have the Jets-Patriots. Oh. Okay. Patriots are trying to lock down a bye in the first round. And so the scenario works out is that if, if New England wins, they get the number two seed. That's it. Okay. They can't be the number one, just Correct. straight up number two. Correct. So, and if they, they lose and Houston wins, then Houston gets the number two seed and Patriots get the three seed. That means they have to play on wildcard weekend. Oh boy. Which yeah. we haven't seen for a very long time. 
I think it's I think it's eight years. And as you're talking about that, there's a chance that if the Patriots lose, the Texans win, and a couple other games, that New England would host the Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, if if that the Chargers end up taking the number one, place. right? If the Char right, oh, if the Chargers yeah. take the number one, so let's jump into that one now. Let's stay in the AFC. Oh my God, if, I hope so. If <laughs> the Chargers win, if the Chargers win and Kansas City loses, granted Kansas City is playing Oakland, right? So, yeah, uh, there. Okay, let's. We have to be. Hey, they know, look pretty good the other night. You never know, man. You honestly, we have to be. Kansas City's defense is so bad. Yeah, like it is. It is disgusting how bad their defense is. Their run defense, I think, is in the bottom five. Like, Doug Martin could have a field day against the Chiefs this weekend. The Chiefs are not winning. They're not winning at all this year because of their defense. Their defense, exactly. They're not Uh, winning at all. And here's the thing, because when the Patriots – or actually, what? It was the Patriots-Giants. I think it was that the second time they played each other in the Super Bowl, both of those teams had terrible defenses. But the Patriots are a team that can still do it without – a good defense. They could have a decent defense. You know what Not I mean? Not that game. Whereas the Chiefs, <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't see them. They haven't. They didn't. They won some big games, but they also lost some big games too because of yeah. that. So that's the interesting one: is the Chiefs. They have the number one seed right now. If the if the Chargers win and Kansas City loses, the Chargers get the number one seed and Kansas City drops to the number five seed. Wow. Okay. Patriots, as we discussed, they're the number two seed right now. If they win, they stay at number two. Um, if Houston wins, then and New England loses, then Houston takes number two. Okay, that's how it stands at the moment. Um, the number three seed at the moment is uh, in the AFC is the Texans, if the Patriots, like we said, the Patriots stay where they are. Ravens in the number four spot. So if Baltimore wins, they are in. If Pittsburgh wins and Baltimore loses, Pittsburgh is in. Okay. And Baltimore goes back to the wild card? Um, no, I do not believe so because the Colts. No, that's wins, right. Colts, Tennessee Colts, would be Tennessee. Sick. Exactly, that's right. Correct. Baltimore wins, they win the division. They lose, Steelers win, Steelers win the division. So the, Bal- so the Ravens have their own. They hold it's only their for a division. Yeah, it's only for division. It's only for division because if they lose, then it doesn't matter because the Colts will oh, Colts or the uh, Titans will take on whoever you know, whichever one of them wins that game. Um, will be 10 and 6, and they will win that last uh, wild card spot. This is nuts. Some yeah. good teams are going to be left out of the playoffs this year. Yeah. Like, like right. really oh, good yeah. teams. Like a ton of good teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of the Browns. The Browns win, and they beat the Ravens. The Browns are 8, 7, and 1. And they and just they're not, missed they're not the playoffs. Bad. Yeah. Exactly. They will finish as the last team out, basically. Oh, my goodness. But anyway. Some, well, it's some, a great turnaround, though, man. Unbelievable for the city. Yeah. For the, great. For Greg the future. Williams. Greg Williams needs to be hired as head coach of the, of the Cleveland Browns. As, he's as much a, of a jerk as he is. Best. Yeah, but what he's Unbelievable done coach. this year is it's, it's commendable. Unbelievable. Sorry, Hugh. <laughs> yeah. So let's turn to the NFC, okay? Cool. NFC has five of the teams already locked into the playoffs picture. Okay, you're still waiting on one team allowed in, okay? The thing is, is that they're kind of – it's a little bit of a murky situation for seeding as well. So let's start with the, the, the big one is that who gets the number six spot? Okay. If, uh, if the Vikings win, they are in, if the Vikings win and the Eagles, I mean, if the Vikings lose and the Eagles win, the Eagles are in. If they both lose, the Vikings are in. Vikings are in. Correct. So, uh, I mean. Well, the Vikings, I, Vikings are playing the Bears. So the Bears and the Rams, right? Rams have the number two. Bears yep. have the number three. Rams win, they're number two. Correct. Bears win, Rams lose. Bears are number two, so they definitely are playing for something pretty big this week, and they're playing the Vikings. So that that game's going to be a bloodbath. 
That is a very, very important game. They don't want to lose yeah. to the, a division foe. Exactly. Which would allow them to allow get in the playoffs then. Correct. Correct. No way. No way. They're going to go through Chicago. Out. It's going to be freaking – it's freezing in Chicago. You want teams to come there and feel uncomfortable. Like in Mystery Alaska, <laughs> and little, little Richard was singing the national anthem for like 25 minutes long, trying to freeze the New York Rangers. <laughs> what a great movie. It's an underrated movie, actually. It's, up there. it's not as good as Miracle, but it's uh, – Russell Crowe. Wow, Miracle's a great movie. Yeah. Um, why it was on during Christmas time, I'm not really sure. But hey, really? Yeah, it was on a lot during Christmas time. Um, the Olympic, really on that. Olympic spirit? Perhaps? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so we're make s'mores with white chocolate. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so there are, there are two teams that are locked in for their playoff spot. Uh, the Saints are the number one seed in the NFC, and the Cowboys are the number four seed in the NFC. Uh, technically, the Seahawks, for the most part, are kind of locked into that number five seed. However, um, what was the what was the one with this one? Um, if they could drop to the number six seed with a loss and a Vikings win, right? I believe so. Or the yeah. Eagles. So if the Eagles right. win, Vikings lose. The Eagles the beat the Seahawks. So that means they could go ahead of the Seahawks. Yes, Seahawks so, are in the playoffs. Right. So it's if you're just, if if you're a C, if you're the Seahawks right now, um, based on that. They might do it as a strategy. They might say, "Hey, I'd rather play the, you know, I'd rather play the Bears, or I'd rather play the Cow- who would you rather play?" So if you're them right now, and it's the potentially between the Bears, Cowboys, even the Rams, throw in there, would who would you rather play of those three teams if you're the Seahawks in that first round? I would probably want to play the Rams, to be honest. With yeah. the way that their offense and the way that they're just playing right now, it's just not, it's not that good. They are running the ball fantastic, and the Rams' run defense is not good. Considering that freaking incredible offense or defensive line they have with Aaron Donald, who's going to win every single award this year, MVP, defensive MVP, whatever, anything, even offensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> He's having that good of a season. It's disgusting. But I would want to play them. I mean, I think I think they could definitely – I mean, we all know what happened last time the Cowboys and the Seahawks played. Uh that would be pretty funny if Tony Romo was commentating that game. Sorry, wow. Tony. But yeah, he's on CBS. Well, it could be a CBS. Who knows? I don't know. Probably not, since it's NFC. Yeah, that's correct. But the Cowboys have a top five defense. When they are playing at a, when they're all meshing well and that defense is playing very well, you can't do anything on them. You're looking at a Pro Bowler and Byron, like Byron Jones. The linebacking core is unreal with Vander Esch and Jalen Smith. So I would want to play either probably the Rams. Only reason I would want to play the Cowboys if I was Seattle is because it's in a dome and it's not too cold down here. Whereas going to Chicago may suck. That's true. Soldier Fields is a tough place to play. Yeah, but it's also Mitch Trubisky's first playoff game. That is also true. First playoff game for literally everybody on that roster. Except Khalil Mack. Because they played one playoff game. True. So that's a tough one. I just figured I'd ask that one. It's kind of like a, you know, a thought-provoking one is who would you rather play? Because at this point, Seattle kind of holds that card in their hand. But they also don't know. They can, they can play one of that's true. three different teams, you know? That is absolutely true. But they, no, that's not true exactly because the Cowboys are locked in for the number four seed. Well, I'm just saying if they, like, if they right. lose and then the Eagles and but it's just the Bears win and blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's just deciding for them, do I want to play the Cowboys or do I want to take my chances against either the Bears or the Rams? That's true. You know what I mean? I so, think they're going to they're going to play their starters for a majority of the game until they have a lead because I think they're playing the Cardinals at home. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win that game. Uh, Pete Carroll, he's got to be in the conversation for coach of the year after they lost the Legion of Boom, changed over the locker room. I think they yeah. started out 0 2. Now they've clinched. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Left. So I think they're going to go out and try and win, honestly. And I don't think being an NFL team, you can. I know, obviously, this is a hypothetical. It's, it's a question. Yeah, I know. But I think you need to go in with the mentality of winning the football game so it doesn't get the players out of the focus that they've been in all season. As in, like, oh, we could have a better matchup. No, you go in and you win the game. That's it. Whoever's backups, third string, doesn't matter. We're going as hard as we can. We're going to win the game. If you're on the field, 100%, balls to the wall. And can we just talk about really quick how sure. awesome Chris Carson is? His second half of the season was unreal. Like, I don't know why they did not use – obviously, I think he was hurt for maybe one game, two games. He put up – some pretty awesome fantasy numbers from week 11 until this past week. He runs hard. He yeah. is very good. I he like Chris Carson. He's good too, but Chris Carson is clearly their, their lead back in my opinion. I, I like Rashad Penny still better, personally. He I do. is a good runner. I think he, I think offers he... So much, he offers just so much more in the passing game. And mm-hmm. I, just, I just, I don't understand. He hasn't done he anything yet, though. I, I understand. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just Carson's like not really in used in the passing game at no, all. Carson doesn't get used in the passing game. No. So Mike Davis, he may be the odd man out next year. It'll probably be Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. Who knows what Seattle, honestly, man? Exactly. They could have no three new running backs. <laughs> I can't with them. But, they, but they Chris Carson? I think I might have said something early in the year about their questionable calls, Seattle. And I still stand by it. I'm not going to deny that. I stand by the fact that Seattle makes some really questionable decisions, whether it's free agency or the draft. But it paid off. So – it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like Doug Baldwin's man. not even playing that well. Tyler Lockett had a career year. Great year. They don't even have a freaking tight end. No, like, David Moore stepped up. Like, yeah, once in a while. Once in a while. So it's it's gonna be a really wild week seventeen. I mean, so so many things can happen. Uh, there are how many teams playing for a uh, for a playoff spot? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six teams playing for a playoff spot. Playing for one, two. Like two spots. No, yeah, two spots. That's it. <laughs> Basically, no, three technically because Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. So there's technically three spots. The AFC, the AFC North, wild card in the AFC, and wild card in the NFC. Wow. And I forgot, if they tie, if the Colts and the Titans tie and the Ravens and the Steelers both win, they're both in. They're both in. Yeah. We've seen ties this year. Honestly, we've seen a lot. Exactly. We've seen a lot of ties this year. So Entirely much. too many ties. <laughs> that would be gross if they tied, but I hope that doesn't happen. So, <laughs> on a brighter note, the Jets, as they stand right now, actually have the number two pick in the draft. So. <laughs> so, Maybe an offensive lineman. It's very defensive heavy draft. Silver next lining. Year. Silver lining. I mean, uh, well, it's good though because they're looking good. You know what I mean? They're. They're playing somewhat decent. They play, they're playing decent, actually. Their <laughs> offense has been clicking since week 11. Sam Darnold actually has, I think, the best QBR. Yeah, he's played real well the last few weeks. <laughs> Which is I mean, they still suck. Odd. I mean, they, I can't wait for them to fire Bowles. But at the same time, hey. I feel bad. I feel like he was just handed, no. like, not good situation. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we're not getting into this. I just thought it would – I just thought yeah. I would mention – I just thought I'd mention oh, it. Oh, thank Sorry. you. Thank you. Congrats. So, who – so based on the, our playoff scenarios, what, who do you? Th- I guess who do you think will make the Super Bowl, and who do you who, like? Who do you want? So uh, you can go first. 
for the most part. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on mine. One one of you can take that first. Oh, I I'm really and I think I said L A L A was my original. Wow. When we first talked about it, I I still I think the Chargers are the most complete team right now in the AFC. Mm-hmm. They got a solid defense. Their offense is incredible. Of Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, they're they're everyone's healthy. They they just can't be stopped. They have so many weapons on that team. And hell, Hunter Henry may even be back. Who knows? You know. Thanks, Stephen A. Uh, for predicting that. So that was cool. Yeah, except for but, the fact that if the Chargers win and Baltimore <laughs> wins, if the Chargers win and Baltimore wins, they play each other again. And remember how that went last week or yeah. two weeks ago. So I don't know. I just still can't believe that. But I, I like the I like the Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. Against, I want to say my Cowboys. I can see them being the sneaky team to beat. I mean, they beat the Saints. They've they've beaten some pretty good teams. I just don't think they can get over that little hump. I I want to say it's probably going to be Chargers Saints. I'm going Chargers Saints, and I really I like the Saints too. They they have a very complete. Their pass defense is not good at all. No, they do have the best run defense in the NFL though, and they got Drew Brees. That's right. enough said. Then I'll, uh, I'll I'll tell you, I think it's going to come down to two teams in each. I guess potential. Uh, I'm, I'm a little torn on who I think is going to get to the Super Bowl at this point, but I think it's going to come down to the Saints and the Seahawks and the Colts and the Chargers as well, I think, actually. So I think if any any combination of those four teams will be a phenomenal game. Love it. Can't wait. Colts are my sleeper, though, man. Colts, Colts in Seattle. Ooh, they're playing. They're playing some good ball at the right time, and they both have defenses that are stepping up. And you get, clearly, you need a defense and a good quarterback. So, Andrew Luck, I'm I'm happy he's playing the way he is right now. So my my picks in the I'm gonna go wild in this uh, in the NFC, and we've discussed this. How wild? Of. Um, so like I'm gonna say wild? I'm gonna say that Minnesota Minnesota loses. Okay, don't say it. Oh my god, Minnesota loses and Philly gets in. I hate oh, no. Philly is going back to the Super Bowl. Oh God! I'm sorry. And how, can I I just, kick, how can I kick you off this? This off I'm sorry. Philly is right going now. back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Philly looks good lately. They really do. Nick Foles is playing for a future. I mean, Josh Adams is running like he was drafted. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey looks good. The defense is getting better. Doug Peterson just won a Super Bowl last year. I see no reason why they cannot get to the Super Bowl again. That's one. Um, do I think they will? Eh, we'll see. But the Saints really have uh, – the Saints have every reason to win. They look phenomenal. When it comes to the AFC, though, I am fully on board both of your wagons. Um, I do think that um, it really could come down to the Chargers and the Colts. Wow. I do. I think both of them look the best recently. I think that every other team has really kind of struggled the last few weeks. The Patriots, the Chiefs, Texans have played some good games and some bad games recently. I they're think bad. They're bad. And I don't think Texans. the Ravens can. I don't think the Ravens can do anything with Lamar Jackson personally. They're not going to go far. They make the playoffs. They're they're done. So I, I I agree. So that's why I think it has to come down to the Colts with Andrew Luck and a better defense and the Chargers playing the way they are. I I think it's going to come down to either one of those teams in the AFC. So that is my prediction. Who from there? I have no idea. But I am sticking to Philly. I'm not. I'm I'm not backing off that one. But then again, I would I wouldn't be surprised if. If we saw the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. Oh, yeah. We're forgetting the Patriots. <laughs> not, not, one person, not one of us I mentioned the Patriots. Uh, you, you just can't rule them out. That's, that's the whole thing. Like, yes, Josh Gordon is – Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know, it's, it's very unfortunate. But it's still – it doesn't – I don't think it, – it, it just doesn't matter. They're, they are the Patriots. They find a way to do it. I hope they don't. 
and so does the rest of America, except for <laughs> New England area. But, but hey, good good for them if they do. I mean, they'll be winning a division that I mean, a you know conference that was actually pretty good this year with the Chargers and Chiefs. So. Anyway, that wraps up our show. Uh, some, some news and injuries from week 16 and going into week 17, the final week of the season. And it talks about some games that matter this upcoming week and the playoff picture ahead. Hey, um, how did you guys actually well, – how did you guys do in your leagues? Finals, brother, I know you made some finals. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close the show out, okay, because I had one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't make the finals in any. I Points leagues, that's it. Yeah, that's right. I know you lost in my league, brother, unfortunately, to – Freaking Charlie Sheen. I did all right. I had uh, two oh, finals right. each in the last two weeks and one, uh, one, one, two. So, okay, that's not bad. It's like not, not too upset with that. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a, good that's a good finish. Yeah. Hey, weird year. Good. So it's a very weird year. So that's a good. That's a really good. Uh, so odd. Good winning percentage. So what was it? We talked to Bobby about it, right? And he made yeah. seven Zero. playoffs or something like that, and he lost every single one in the semis. Or I forget yeah. who we talked to about that. Every single one. Yep. Sorry. So that wraps up our show. Um, we are The Fantasy Fam. You can catch us at thefantasyfam.com. Follow us on Twitter at thefantasyfam. You can send us an email at thefantasyfam at gmail.com. Um, just, just breaking, um, the Dolphins apparently are going to move on from Brian Tannehill. So what? That could be a quarterback. I'm not saying Tannehill's that good, but he does have experience. So that means the Dolphins are in the market. Oh, the Dolphins will be in the market, and Ryan Tannehill will get paid as well. So, so Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill is going to go somewhere now. Who is he going to go to? Anyway, anyway, right. so that is something we will talk about coming up in the next few episodes going into the offseason. Where will these players end up? Um, so like I said, you can send us an email at thefantasyfam at gmail.com. We are trying to be as active as possible with uh, followers on Twitter, you know, conversing and responding to some questions. So please feel free to drop us any questions, concerns, or topics you would like us to talk about. Um, so going forward, we have a ton of content headed for the offseason playoff and beyond into the draft and into the free agency. And it's, I, we can't wait. So much, fantasy too. Yeah, so much content heading your way. So on behalf of me and my wonderful cousins, this is the Fantasy Fam signing off.